Hello everyone and welcome to Weekends with Jan. My name is Jan Briones, an entrepreneur and agency owner, former call center employee, an art enthusiast, LinkedIn marketing specialist, and an online business consultant. My mission for Weekends with Jan is to help connect global entrepreneurs with high-performer Filipino freelancers to get them unstuck through quality and ethical outsourcing. My goal is to share with you stories from the most inspiring Filipino talents, hear their definition of success, and introduce you to high-performer freelancers to help move your business with the right support, allowing you to live the life you want, focusing on what you do best, and make you stop doing everything on your own. This show is designed for Filipino freelancers, business owners, and global entrepreneurs who are looking to connect and work with like-minded and high-performer Filipino talents. Please don't forget to leave us a review over on iTunes and follow us on socials to be notified of each episode when it comes out. Let's get started! Welcome everybody to Weekends with Jan. My name is Jan Briones. Thank you for spending your time with me today as I get to spend an hour every Sunday with amazing freelancers and entrepreneurs from the Philippines. Together, we will get a chance to dig deep into their stories, the things they had to go through before they get to where they are right now, and how they define success. Before I bring in our special guest today, if you're watching on Facebook, say hi in the comment section. Share this to your friends and family so that, you know, we could get to know more our um, special guest today. Tell us where you're watching from or listening from. I would really appreciate that. Also, kaya ang hyper-hyper ko ngayon kasi nga, I want to acknowledge and also thank you, thank all of you, our viewers and listeners on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Because of you, we are still on the top 100 list of podcasts in the business, marketing, and entrepreneurship category. And sobrang salamat kasi we are just airing six episodes. And being in the top 100 list for just two weeks after launch, is very, very special to me kasi nga I am not expecting anything at all. So, sobrang thank you. Thank you sa inyo for doing that for me. And continue listening, continue watching sa Weekends with Jan. And uh, I want to also give a shout out to one of our listeners, May Quison. She gave a very wonderful review in Apple Podcast. She said, I know I need to work a lot on my mindset. Of course, I couldn't do it overnight. So, hanging out with like-minded people helps. I get encouraged to just take action and be vulnerable, learn from failures. And she also said, I love the authenticity and generosity of these successful entrepreneurs. Thank you, Jan, for bringing global entrepreneurs to help Filipinos. Thank you, May, for that very, very nice review. Thank you so much for doing that. And of course, if you also want to leave your review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, hindi yata pwede mag-review sa Spotify. But feel free to do that. And thank you again uh, from the bottom of my heart. Nabubulul-bulul na ako. Excited ako ngayon kasi our special guest today, Kevin Dugan, is a certified emotional intelligence facilitator and coach whose passion is building mental wellness. 
He currently runs Acuerdo. It's a learning company and spearheads a non-profit barangay mental wellness program. He previously worked for the BPO industry for over 10 years, and uh, he's in training and project management roles. Also, his ultimate goal is to help everyone learn the skills we all need to understand our own selves and each other. Welcome to Weekends with Jan, Kevin. Hello! Come in, come in, come in! Hey, hey, hi, Hi. everyone. Hi, everyone. Sorry. I'm okay. Thank you. Glad to be on your show. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you for being here. Do you want to say hi to your viewers, our viewers, everyone watching? Uh, Yeah, hello to everyone who's watching. (laughs) I don't. (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate you guys being here and listening to us, um, listening to us chat, and I'm hoping that the next. Uh, R or so is not is going to be helpful for you because I think it's going to be a lot more helpful for the both of us because we've known each other for a very long time and we haven't been seen each other in a, in a while. So there might be a lot of inside jokes. <laughs> Hopefully not. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me also. Awesome. Thank you, Kevin. Yeah, we first met BPO pa, no? BPO days, years back. So many years back. Thousand, should I say? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sige, go na. Wala namang ano dito. Push. Yeah, what is it? 2006? Chase, right? Chase. Chase is the first time. Yes, yes. Grab it. And then the last time we met, I guess I was doing a a uh, a live workshop for JB and Associates PH. Yeah, 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 yeah. In Antipolo. Yes. So, yes. Yun, last time, kailan ba? Ano bang year yun? Oh, pre-pandemic. Pre-pandemic. Yes. Pre-pandemic. Of course, pre-pandemic. A year before the pandemic, I think. I think so, too. Yeah. So, yun yung last time na nag-meet kami. So, over three years na, no? Over three, four years. Na yeah, na. yeah, yeah, yeah. O sige, just for the sake of our viewers or listeners who doesn't know you yet, can you uh, walk us through your journey, where you grew up, what's your childhood like? Okay, so um, we'll start with, I grew up in Los Banos, Laguna, most of my life. But prior to that, we traveled, my family and I uh, lived in many different places in the Philippines. Many, not many, a few different places in the Philippines. So childhood in, in Laguna was very fun. In, in Los Banos was very fun, was very, it was a very happy childhood. Our first house was in an apartment, very middle-class uh, neighborhood uh, where nearly everybody knew each other. And then we moved to the next town, which is Bae Laguna, mm-hmm. to live near our, our relatives in Laguna, my mother's relatives. And that was a shift. Everybody there was were relatives. Mm-hmm. Uh, nearly everybody was related to each other. Mm-hmm. And that was also challenging because that's when I first discovered that my parents were having problems. And eventually my parents separated. And that was the the impetus for me becoming an imam. One of the first impetus, 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 <laughs> That's one of the first things that, that pushed me to work on emotional intelligence. Of course, the, the your parents separating after a very happy childhood is very traumatic. Right. So in college, I took up communication arts. 
I didn't get to finish, which is sad, but that's also part of the journey. And in college, I had six units of psychology. In one of the classes in psychology at the time, emotional intelligence was a new idea. Mm-hmm. And it kind of, I kind of wondered, started wondering about it. Started with multiple intelligences and emotional intelligence. But anyway, then while I was in college, I was very active in, in professional theater, initially as an actor, and then afterwards more of into theater classes, acting classes, facilitating theater festivals, etc., etc., etc. Then after that, I joined the, the call center industry, the BPO industry, uh, of course, as an agent in the beginning. And then I became a, a trainer. And then after a few years, I became a project manager. And then I left the industry. In between those years, that's where I met Jan when we were working at J.P. Morgan Chase. And then uh, we also, I realized that we are both um, uh, theater, right? We were uh, we were very active in theater. I think we watched a play in Diliman once, no? Yes, nakalimutan ko rin title eh, pero yan, nasa UP Diliman. It's a very interesting play kasi ano siya, it was in the middle of the building, warang akik, um, different. Oh my gosh. You remember Ako that? Ako doon? <laughs> oh no, ay, ay ko ba? Hindi. Meron akong play nun eh, nakalimutan ko. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah, I so remember. Parasidos, something like that. There's and we were with, we were with somebody else from Chase. But anyway, so. Um, RR. CRR. We were with RR. Yeah. Yeah, big guy, CRR. Anyway, I was also at the time, while I was in the call center industry, I was doing part-time for uh, John Robert Powers, which is the personality development organization here in the Philippines. And that's where I started really going deeper into to emotional intelligence. I started realizing that there are things about me, not just the trauma from my parents separating, but there are also things about me that were holding me back from really growing as a person. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to understand what, what are the processes, what are the things that I can do to, to get out of this the, these slumps? So I started working more on self-awareness and, and, and on a bigger picture, emotional intelligence. And... Some people kind of wonder, well, how is that related to mental health? It is part of mental health. Our emotions are part of our mental health. A big part of our mental health. But anyway, that, we'll talk about that later. So I started working on that. And then while I was in the BPO industry, I started trying to talk to my bosses, my managers about doing more soft skills, doing more emotional intelligence. Not more, actually in, involving emotional intelligence, doing more soft skills for the staff. Um, and I started pushing that as the trainer and uh, as a project manager, I started asking, um, suggesting it as well. But nearly everybody said at the time, uh, there no, nobody's going to pay for that. No client is interested in that. Um, it's really more about, it, it just, there's no profit in those trainings. Mm-hmm. Right? So I said, well, up yours. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I said, ah, well, F it. So I, I set up my own company. I set up Acuerdo, and the idea, like, Acuerdo means understanding or accord or agreement mm-hmm. in in Spanish. Mm-hmm. And in what I, what you mentioned earlier, the idea is to help all of us, not just me teaching it, people, other people, but all of us, including myself, understand, learn the skills that we need to understand ourselves. Mm-hmm. So when we're better able to understand our own selves, our thoughts, our emotions, it's easier 
to manage relationships with other people. Yes. Right. And so that's where it started. I um, We would give workshops to a lot of different organizations, including Janstein. Companies mostly were our clients. Corporations were most most were our mo- clients most of the time, uh, with some government agencies. And then the pandemic struck, and a lot of the clients lost their businesses. Some of my clients lost their businesses, and then some of them couldn't pay anymore for external training, so they just did internal training. So what I did is I shifted to providing free online workshops on emotional resilience. Mm-hmm. And I started realizing that a lot of these companies, their focus wasn't really on the people. Their focus was on the profit. I started noticing, even before the pandemic, uh-huh. that their approach to emotional intelligence, their approach to mental health mm-hmm. was a knee-jerk, reactive firefighting round. Kasi lumabas sa employee survey, bigay natin yan para matik off natin sa checklist on the employee survey. But in reality, they weren't really truly practicing it. And until now, there's a lot of companies that will say, can we? Can you give a mental health talk? And my, my initial reaction will always be, in my mind, would always be talk lang. Wala action. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I was I'll give a talk. But anyway, anyway, um, anyway, so this gave rise to the idea of deepening mental wellness practices. So, on the scale of mental health, the one spectrum is people who have been diagnosed with maybe depression or self harm, anxiety, bipolarism, etc., etc. No, so kailangan silang i um either institutionalized or they have to undergo therapy. And then on the other scale of mental health is those who are flourishing or doing okay. And a lot of the times, the focus nowadays is on the people on depression, burnout, anxiety, blah, blah, blah. But in actuality, many of us are on the side that we're still managing our mental health. We don't have to, we don't, we're not really going through that really sobrang dark period of our lives. Um, there are challenges in life, yes. We may have insomnia, et cetera, et cetera. Or some of us are actually flourishing. Some, some of us are doing well. So what can we learn from the people who are doing well? How can we share it with others so that they can learn to manage their mental health better? I mean, there's a lot of evidence, evidence-based practices that we can do to better manage our mental health. And one of them is, is managing our emotions, regulating our emotions. So we have a project which doesn't have a real name yet that I I posted something on Facebook looking for asking people for help with a name. But the idea is to help bring mental wellness practices to the grassroots level, to the barangays, to the purok, to the subdivisions, to your street, right, to your neighbors, and helping everybody understand, okay, we can do these things. We, there's, there's a very simple things that we can practice so that we can better manage our mental health. Mm-hmm. We're f- more focused on wellness as opposed to having to need a psychologist or psychiatrist or therapy. So that's what we're doing now. Um, mm-hmm. No, no, I'm listening because I got curious. What made you decide to start with the barangays, with the subdivisions? What, was, there, 
specific ah sorry was there like a specific thing na nangyari sa iyo na that made you realize na umpisahan muna natin dito something like that different things multiple things so um i got tired of just doing one off mental health pro- program mm-hmm. uh, one off emotional intelligence programs tapos afterwards wala na they're not corporate yung mga yun dati madalas mostly, mostly corporate mostly uh-huh. corporate and then some some government agencies So I got tired of that, and then I had a meeting with our barangay captain. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what. Meeting at tapos ng paperwork or something, and I just asked him, "Meron pa tayong mental health program para sa barangay?" Okay. Now, for those of you who are not in the Philippines, we have a mental health law, and in the law, all government agencies from the L, from the local government all the way up to national government. Agencies have to have a mental health program, and this law was signed 2017, 2018, and until now, the barangay captain said, "Wala, wala naman tayong program." And he started talking about the suicide in the barangay and how much we needed it. So those two things pushed me to start thinking, "This is going to be a long because if you start working with the LGU, it's a longer term engagement." Mm-hmm. And that's something I want. I'm tired of just doing one off na parang short time lang. <laughs> <laughs> I sorry. <laughs> diba? Oh, nakakasawa, nakakasawa na mawa uno. One night stands. Oo. <laughs> Has to be long term. So this is that was helpful in terms of my spiritual purpose, my my move, my my purpose. Um sorry. In terms of fulfilling my purpose, that was very helpful. Understanding that, okay, pwede ko nang, pwede ko nang gawin yung long term. That's good. So basically what you did was you saw a need inside your own space muna, no? Yung, yung place where you're at before you ventured out into asking other barangays ba? Or are you exploring now different places? Uh, just two. Just two for now. So it's a pilot program. Okay. We need to test um, the different things. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, just do for now. Okay. So, kamusta siya? Like, what were the challenges when you were dealing with presenting the 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 idea of having this, even if it's already mandated by law and stuff like that? Were there any challenges when you were, you know, discussing this part sa kanila? With the barangays? Yep. No, there was no challenge at all. They're very interested. Okay. Um, they want. It, but the challenge is the implementation. The challenge is the execution. So, you know, when you're working with the government, when you're working with communities, there's a lot of other things that they're working on. There's COVID that's going on right now. So we got postponed many times because of the different waves that had come in. The barangay captains had COVID themselves. And so there's a lot of delays. We still have a lot of challenges in terms of financing. Mm. So right now I'm looking for grants donations, mm-hmm. X deal. Mm-hmm. My liver, my kidney is still okay if anybody wants to buy my <laughs> kidney. Somebody can buy my right left leg na lang, my right leg. So. Yeah, just to help, no? Pabili na, bili yeah. na. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my God. So, so, so na-observe mo na na-open na sila in the idea of having this thought sa mga places there was a subdivision nila and all that sa mga barangay nila um what was it challenging because 
sabi mo the implementation was hard. Was it because it was supposed to be a live event or kaya ba siyang e-virtual or anything? Ano That's ba yung... still something. Uh, we're still exploring that. So on our first engagement, we tried both at the same time. Uh-huh. We tried it uh, live. Ako yung nandun, doing part of the workshop. And then we had an online portion. Mm-hmm. But that didn't work very well. So we're, what we're going to try to focus on now, and now, now that the, the, the restrictions are going to be not as strict, is we're going to do face-to-face. It's probably definitely much more impactful and important that you're there in the room with the person when you're talking about mental wellness and mental health. Yeah, and then what we're going to try to practice out is very micro-learning in video format, maybe TikTok, maybe YouTube. Facebook Live. Uh, so we're going to try out different formats and see what works for the bottom guys. And so far, hindi pa siya nag-start ba? Or nasa planning stage? Start na. We had one, our first engagement Engagement was in Los Banos, October last year. Okay. Who um, was it? the story. Like, yeah, when... the, it was mostly the Sangguning Kabataan. The SP was the bulk of the audience. The barangay captain was there. Our Vausi um, officer, violence against women and children officer, was there. Mm-hmm. There's a, there's definitely quite a few things that we could do better, right? We could have put in more exercises and stuff. But I think it was a good start. It's not. It's definitely not a one-off thing. So the first engagement was just an overview. Our next next engagement will go much deeper. And then while we're doing that, we're also going to be looking for mental health champions. From within the barangay. Okay. Tapos, to train namin sila. Well, maybe we can serve, certify them. And then what they can do is they will also train others within the community. So it's a continuous cycle. So we, after some time, we can pull out and they can handle it on their own. Right? Rather than they need us all the time to give the training. So that's that the idea is that they, they can be autonomous when it comes to their mental health program. So early days, early days, but um, there's a lot of interest so far. There's a lot of challenges, of course. We'll get there. Yeah. Well, that's the intention. Yes. Yeah, that's a good cause, naman kasi. So as long as there's an interest, and you've seen na, diba, nagpupush through naman talaga lahat ng plans. It's a good, you know, it's a good thing na ginagawa na natin siya. Now, let's go to your, sabi mo kanina, you want us, like, the topic today is how you would really, you know, help the emotional journey of entrepreneurship. Can you, like, elaborate more on that? Kasi, ito na tayo, nandito na tayo sa, di ba, lugar na to. So, can you elaborate more on that? Well, as we all know, entrepreneurship is a, well, everything is an emotional journey anyway. But entrepreneurship can sometimes be even a deeper emotional journey because it's very personal. It's your dream. It's your dream to be, you know, working at home with your family or it's your dream to set up your own business, right? And because of that, your emotions are a lot more involved, right? The the intensity can be very strong as opposed to when you're working in a corporation, sometimes it can be very detached. Which is also an emotion. It's it's not as intense as when you're an entrepreneur. So throughout my whole journey with Aquerdo since 2016, 
I work with a lot of entrepreneurs, including you. And something that I do notice with Filipino entrepreneurs is there's a lot of drive, right? There's a lot of passion, but sometimes there's also not enough regulation of emotions, right? So right now I'm working with a few, I'm coaching a few entrepreneurs, freelancers, like many of your audience, like many of us. And she has multiple businesses, right? She has an online store on Shopee. She has, she has digital agency with multiple freelancers under her. She's selling this and that. And it is her dream to build up all of this. But whenever a challenge comes through, it pains her. It becomes very painful. And I see that a lot in many entrepreneurs, even with myself. But what I think has helped me in this journey, and I hope it helps with others as well, is going into neuroscience and psychology, understanding how our brain works. Mm -hmm. And in reality, our brain needs the stress. If, if, if we don't have stress, if we don't fail, it's not going to help us learn. So the key is understanding how to manage that stress we feel, how to manage the emotions we feel, when we come upon a stressful event. Mm-hmm. Right. So when I was younger, when I was stressed by my, my parents separating, um event out. I would keep it in or I would play music really loud, either Tchaikovsky or um, Metallica mm-hmm. or I don't know, my, my, my interests, my musical interests are kind of weird anyway, are kind of broad, be weird. And then I would go into the bathroom and just cry on my own. I realized uh, after reading all this stuff on neuroscience and psychology that the better way to manage that stress is to express it productively. Okay. So how do you express it productively? Right? If you want to vent out anger or frustration, you share it. You talk about it, right? And but when the way you talk about it, it shouldn't be gen- general. It shouldn't be generalized. Na parang kayo kasi ginagawa niyo kasi It has to be very specific. I I feel very frustrated about that incident wherein you forgot the keys in the house. And when you do that, I feel I don't know whatever. I'm just making it up now. But it has to be specific when we try to vent out these things. So that's that's one thing that I think uh, a lot of entrepreneurs need to understand how to better manage the stress, how to better express the the frustrations, the depression, the downs, the failures, so to speak. So do you have yeah. like a step by step thing that you could advise entrepreneurs like us? Yes, it's a very simple five thousand step process. <laughs> <laughs> I have I have ten books, five hundred <laughs> No, I mean like what have you applied so far? One of the very first things that we need to do is to learn how to pause. 
Learn how to, sorry. Pause. Ah, pause. Okay. Pause. So, I was giving a workshop last year. And it was with a bunch of women. Sorry, hold on. My battery is dying. Mm-hmm. While Kevin is getting ano, his battery, can can anybody say hi sa comments? Where are you listening, watching us from? Say hi to us. Thank you for watching. Ayan. Sige, go. So last year, I was giving a talk with a bunch of women. Mm-hmm. And one of them was a mother. And then I shared with her the process of just taking a pause. And she said, she said, uh, I don't remember the exact words, but she said, ay, pwede rin palang mag, mag-pause ang nanay. Akala ko kasi, kapag nanay ako, kailangan laging, laging gumagalaw, laging gumagawa ng paraan. Nagigilty ako pag wala akong ginagawa. Mm. And a lot of entrepreneurs are like that. A lot of us, not just entrepreneurs, a lot of people feel like I should always be thinking about something, I should always be doing something, I should always be busy. I... The problem is we're not able, we're not, we have a hard time just being with our own thoughts. Right? And just taking a moment to, un, to just take a moment. Right? So it's very, that's a very, very important practice to pause. And what I do, it doesn't even take me two seconds. Just deep breathing, slow, deep breathing. Right? Through my nose and then into my lungs or into my stomach. Then exhale. And that's a pause. That's already a pause in itself. And for it to be effective for those people who are who are, haven't been practicing it, I would suggest to do that for maybe two minutes. Okay. 10 seconds. For me, it's much easier because I've been doing it for quite a while. So when you come across something that you're very challenged with or you feel stressful about, take that pause, whether it's 10 seconds or two minutes, just just do just breathe just breathe try not to think about anything or just focus on think about your breathing just think about uh breathe inhale one two exhale one two inhale one two exhale one two and what that does it slows down your your thinking we all think very quickly but it's important that we learn how to focus that thinking. So when we pause, we help slow down that thinking so, we, so that we can focus, we can reflect on how we're going to respond to that stressful moment. And in this pandemic, there are lots of stressful moments. Even just being alone by yourself, and Jan can attest to this, and I can attest to this, it can be a stressful moment. And during that moment, you can reflect uh, on your thoughts. It's very important that we reflect as opposed to ruminate. So um, there's rumination and there's reflection. Mm-hmm. Rumination is in your brain and it just comes out with just negative thoughts, negative thoughts all the time. And nothing comes out of it. That's rumination. But then there's also reflection. So reflection is okay. This is what happened, and you can you can balance out the positives and the negatives while you're while you're reflecting. 
And you can, and as much as possible, look at it from a curious perspective as opposed to judging yourself. Right? Or even judging others. A lot of it is, that's happening right now online, judging others, right? Um, politics. So it's very, very, it's a very, very important process to you know, learn how to pause. It's not bad to pause. And the pause doesn't have to be 10 days. Okay, 10 seconds lang yung pause natin. Guilty ako dyan sa sinabi mo eh. Kasi like, I mean, I mean, since the show is to really be transparent to the viewers and to listeners, guilty ako kasi like, I always, ewan ko kung may ADHD ako, I'm not diagnosed like, literally na-diagnose. I don't know. Ako lang yata nagda-diagnose. Baliw-baliwan lang yata yung tawag ko. But, the the thing with me is, I I think a lot. I talk fast sometimes. I always think of the next step ka agad. After mangyari ito, dapat ganito na yung gawin ko. I always do that. And, kaya, kaya sobrang nag-guilty ako na sinabi mo na, take time to pause. Kasi nga, Huminga ka naman. I hear that statement sa akin, sinasabi sa akin a lot of times. Huminga ka naman, magpahinga ka naman, matulog ka naman. Even my dad, when he was alive, eh, lagi niyang sinasabi, matulog ka naman, kumain ka naman, or something like that. Kasi I always do stuff na quick, and I don't know kung nanotice mo yun. Pero nung BPO days, yeah. loner ako eh. Huwag po ko napansin mo ako, no? loner ako, no? nasa kanto lang ako, di ba? But, Lately, nung, nung ano na, sabi ko, hindi, I have to do this. I have to earn this much. I have to do this now. Kasi kung hindi, ganito mangyayari. Aligaga ako talaga. So, it's it's really important for me. Ang ang ganda nung bato mo sa akin ng take time to pause. I, 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 I don't know. I'm sure nakaka-relate din yung mga nanonood ay nakikinig sa atin right now. And if you guys can relate to that, post it in the comments. We really like to, you know, know kung ano mga experiences nyo. And Kevin here could also like you know help out if have questions. Coaching in terms of that, let me know. Yeah, yeah. So you you've done this a lot already with your clients. What were the maliban sa na share mo kanina na challenge of that entrepreneur? What else was going on in your mind while you were helping them out? What do you mean? What uh, what was going on in my own mind? Yeah, I mean, nung, nung nakita mo na, okay, is, is, kuyari, let's say, for example, you're coaching me right now. Tapos, aligaga nga ako, di ba? What's going through your mind while you're trying to help me? Mm. As much as possible, when I'm coaching with others, I let go of my own, mm. my own self. Mm-hmm. I just go into a very curious state. Right? Uh, I take notes. I ask a lot of questions. Mm-hmm clarifying questions so that lady who said na no ah hindi pala nakaka-guilty yung mag-pause and then i asked her bakit mo sinasabi yun and then yun nga nakuwento niya na well as a mother i would always blah 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 blah, blah. so that's something else that i discovered in in this journey going deeper into emotional intelligence going deeper into my own mental mental state my life before was a lot about ego mm. of being validated about and it's sometimes you know sometimes it's i still feel that way you know but when i coach i as much as possible try to let go of that ego and that validation and so i don't think much about it's not that i'm thinking what's going on with this person right 
but I just have curious questions in my mind. Like, what did you feel when you were going through this? Right? What were you? What was in your mind when you were going through this? What were your intentions? Uh, were your intentions when you were going through this? Were your intentions clear? Right, and your thoughts and your intentions were they tugmabasha or nagaklasila? Right. So these are the questions that I ask. So parang in relation to what we do in freelancing right now, when we try to diagnose a client's problem, for example, for their business, it's the same thing, exactly what you do. Like, you ask the questions, you don't judge na, start up ka lang eh, no? Parang the business is start up, blah, blah, blah. You, you, you also take that mindset away and you put it into asking the right questions to your yeah. clients as well. So it's the same thing. And... Sa mga nanonood, hi Anna Rica, thank you for being here. She's watching from Cavite. Ayan, very need to repost your, ano, share your... Yeah, share. Very I'll interesting share. topic daw siya, Kevin. And oh, while, nice, thank you. Yeah, while Kevin is sharing that, I want to just like, uh, i-relay lang siya into also what we do in freelancing or in virtual assistance because we tend to talk to clients, right? We talk to ask about their business. One thing that's been most helpful for me in relation to what Kevin said is you really have to ask them, ask things about them, be curious about them, and not think too much about your service, what you can do ka agad. Kasi sometimes, though, to be honest, ha, sometimes we jump on a call, iniisip natin na, ah, Facebook ads kailangan yan. Ah, social media kailangan yan. Ganun ka agad. Instead of shifting it, shifting the attention to the person <coughs> you're talking to. So I guess, is that also how you do it? with, with Yeah, yeah. Um, I, 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 that happens to me too, no? Before I jump into a call, mm-hmm. I try to understand, okay, what this, this I try, I go through their profile, uh, LinkedIn most of the time, and then I try to understand what this person might be going through, etc. And then I remember, okay, I'm just going through this profile just to understand their background, not not to, not to ascribe to Yeah, so that's good. Ang galang lang na nare-relate natin almost everything we do, de ba? Not just in entrepreneurship, eh. nare-relate natin sa sabi mo kanina sa mga moms who's also struggling, juggling different things in their lives. And I totally understand, kahit I'm not yet a mom. It's because I've been you know, dealing with a lot of moms as well, no freelancers. We're talking about, you know, the lives of different virtual assistants in the Philippines. And when when Kevin mentioned something like, meron siya client na she asked about that, na ah, pwede palang mag-pause. Diba? It gave, kahit ako parang nung sila, nung kinuwento mo yun, sabi ko, nga naman, pwede nga naman kasi mag-pause. Bakit, bakit ba kasi ratatat tayo lagi? Diba? I mean, Tell us more, like, what are your experiences pa, maliban doon, maliban sa one, uh, sa lady na yun na shinara mo kanina? Any other stories na you want to share with us? Yeah, yeah there was a very interesting, um, I was giving a workshop on values. Mm-hmm. So one other thing, so when you're going into self-awareness, when you're starting to understand yourself a lot, a lot better, one of the things that we really need to, to go into is understanding our own values. Ano ba yung mga prinsipyo natin sa buhay? Because what mostly, what mostly happens in our lives is that our, our values get ascribed to us by family, etc. 
but we, we rarely take the time to truly understand what our own values are um, based on our own thoughts and feelings. So I was giving a workshop in Bag in no 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 La Trinidad with um, with a hospital in a hospital and the staff was part of the workshop. The workshop was mixed, so there are doctors, nurses, security guards, nandun, some of the admin staff, nandun, so it's all mixed. And then we are talking about values. And then one doctor who was already in her 50s or 60s, after talking about values, she said, Alam mo, over 30 years na akong doctor, pero never ko naisip ano yung mga values ko. Wow. Ano yung gusto ko para sa sarili ko. Wow. So the story is that she she became a doctor because everybody else in the family was a doctor and and that happens a lot to entrepreneurs as well. So a lot of entrepreneurs want to become entrepreneurs because they see other entrepreneurs. Right? A lot of entrepreneurs want to become that because they want to earn the money that they see other people earning. But a lot of the businesses that I see are not based on that person's personal values. It's based on money. And a lot, some people, I had a workshop one time, values then, and then somebody said, uh, one of my values is money. And there are a lot of other people, but money is not a value. Money is a tool. Right? Money is just something that you get. For your service, right? So the, the the value is what are you providing? Right? So I think a lot of us need to understand that, and a lot of us need to work on that. But you know, it's it's a very long process. Self awareness is not a parang one week workshop, two day workshop. Na tapos na okay, alam ko na self aware na ako. Hindi it's it, 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 it has to be done. Yeah, it's constant practice. So. My grandmother is now 89 years old. Mm-hmm. And she's going through a lot of pain, um, physical pain because of arthritis, stuff like that. And before she had, she had skin cancer. That was also painful. And then last year, my grandmother, my grandfather passed away. And I realized that these things, when I get to that age, would also affect my own awareness right now. Right? As compared to my aware, awareness right now, so yes, it's a it's a constant journey within ourselves. So, are you saying that? I mean, in respect to the professionals who are you know into mental wellness or into health coaching and stuff, are you saying that entrepreneurs or people like us, we can just treat or have a good mental wellness if we just look into ourselves? Yes. Okay. Yes. And now I'm pausing. I'm practicing the pausing. <laughs> yes, um, so a lot of us get pushed into the things that we do because of external pressures. Yeah. We were both into we were both in chase because we needed to earn the money. Um, I got into theater because I enjoyed the, the I enjoyed 
the the attention that other people were giving me, the validation. Uh, I post on Facebook once in a while, and I realize I'm posting because I just want the attention. And that's oh, those are all external validations, right? And a lot of people go into business because of it, external validations, well, external stuff. No, I I need to earn from my family, you know, all this all this other stuff. And they're not. It's not bad to do those things. It's not an evil thing. But when you do something because of external pressures, it's called extrinsic motivation in psychology. And extrinsic motivation is okay, short term. Mm-hmm. But based on a lot of research, if you really want change within yourself, if you really want something with, with greater purpose, you need internal motivation or intrinsic motivation. An intrinsic motivation is something that within yourself that you really want to do. It's not based on money, on other people's judgments, on what other people are, are telling you to do. It's based on that feeling in your heart that you really, really want to do this. And when we pursue things that come from deep within our hearts, the the outcome is much more beautiful. Mm-hmm. Can you cite an example when you tried to do when you tried to do it on your own and you you've got a really good win for yourself or for your business or career? Ito, the 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 mental wellness project, mm-hmm. Barangay Mental Wellness Project. So. It just started with with one barangay and that very simple idea to help the barangays with mental wellness. Mm-hmm. And so far, the support has been has been good. Um, of course, there's a challenge of you know to finances, and that's a challenge for everyone right now. But the we have support from we have facilitate a facilitator sorry a facilitator from the National Center for Mental Health. Mm-hmm. Um, who's helping us out? Um, a lot of my friends are interested to help out pro bono. Ayoko naman gusto kong, you know, I want to help. I want to provide them, but um, we don't have the funds right now. But eventually we will. So, and I, I'm pursuing this because I truly, truly think I, deep in my heart, I really know that it's in the communities where we need to start building this. So when I was younger, I, I had a happy childhood because. We could play with our neighbors. Uh, I knew them. I could. We could talk. I could visit them. I could visit my my friends in their houses, and walking distance. And it's you could feel that sense of community, and it was it was it was safe because there was a connectedness within the community. Hindi lahat, alam may mga pa rin sa community, may mga ano. Yeah, yeah, of course. It's not a perfect community, but it, I think that's something that a lot of communities nowadays are lacking, right? Especially in the the very urban areas, that sense of connectedness. Mm. And to build that, we need to work on our minds and our emotions because we're very disconnect. A lot of us are very disconnected from each other, so it's very important that we start with in the community. Yeah. <sighs> It's very nice. Sana no, sana may superpower tayo niya. Parang we can tap these places right off the bat. Na parang hindi na masyadong mahirap. Sana no, para kasi <laughs> okay. 
we have observed that eh hindi lang sa barangays eh di ba kahit sa mga lugar na alam niyo yun, mga malala mga private na di ba the more private places uh, for my observation mas lalong hindi sila lumalabas at nagkikita-kita right lalong hmm. hindi sila na Right, right. Um, a lot of people, a lot of my friends who live in condos don't even know their neighbors. Parang ako, hindi ko alam sino kapitbahay ko. Right? So, have you ever talked to your neighbor at all? Yeah. We need to, ano, ano, if we could just expand, like... Uh, um, so, in psychology, one of the most important elements of, of mental health, mental wellness, is connectedness. Mm-hmm. So connectedness is our connection with everyone else. The quality of our, our relationships with everyone else, family, friends, relatives, neighbors. Mm-hmm. Right? And it's been shown through research that people actually live longer, are healthier physically and mentally when there are relationships with others, there's good quality relationships with others. So that's what we're trying to build. That how, how do we get to that level? What are the things that we can do to build those things? So one, one of them is, 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 is learning how to connect with others. Another is emotional regulation, which we can all do, right? Managing our emotions much better. So very, very simple things. They're very, very simple things. Um, they're not that hard to do. Natatakot lang tayo. Tingin mo ba kailangan, I mean, does it really require someone to have an accountability partner to help them out with this kind of thing? Or will it work hmm. na talagang solo flight lang, kaya mo na yan sa sarili mo and stuff like that? What, what's your advice for that? For me, it took a while. I was doing it on my own. Um, and yes, it would have helped if I had an accountability partner. Okay. It would have helped quite a lot if I had an accountability partner. But it really also depends. So some people would rather do it on their own. And their process may be slower, but eventually, if, if they're really interested, they'll get there. Okay. Some people re- need an accountability partner. Some people are more extroverted and need that um, validation from other people. I agree. So, siguro, so it depends. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, it depends on the person. Nice, nice. Okay. So, siguro, to to wrap, like, yung summary ng mga steps, in order for an entrepreneur, since ang focus natin today is, like, for the entrepreneurs, right? What could we do, step by step, to really help us go through this on our own for now? Habang wala pang mga accountability partners or mga ka-Valentine's partner. Sharing. <laughs> Joke lang yan. But yeah, what are the steps for you that you can lay down? The first, the first step really is to pause, to learn how to pause. And there are many different, so I show, showed you one way is deep breathing, but there are many different ways of pausing. Jogging, prayer, running, exercise, reading a book, playing a game. But we have to be careful when we choose what that practice, if it's a productive pause or not. Kasi baka mamaya we'll choose, it becomes unproductive. So smoking, eating too much. These are also pauses. Ruminating is also a pause, but can, it can be a very dangerous practice. So the first thing we do, 
is to learn how to productively pause. And that's something that we can explore on our own. Next thing is to learn how to be more reflective rather than ruminating or judging ourselves. That's slightly harder. And then we can also learn to accept the situation rather than trying to always push and strive and strive. Napansin mo, when, when you have a strong feeling, tapos lagi mong pinupush, lagi mong pinupush, mas lalong sumasakit siya. Exactly, yeah. But the moment you accept it and let go, it's there's a lot, lot less strain in it. Those are some of the three things that we can do. Later on, I would strongly suggest learning how to really connect with other people. Not just accountability, but really just talking to other people, having open conversations with other people, learning how to, how to debate and be angry with other people without destroying the relationship, going into your values, going into your, your purpose. So these are things that we can learn later on. But we start with, with pausing, with reflecting, with acceptance. Ang ganda. So I hope the people watching right now are taking down some notes. Pero don't worry, tutulungan ko kayo. We will put those... Um, I, I have a 5,000-page book. <laughs> $200 lang per book, ha? Ginaenta <laughs> <laughs> yung libro. But yeah, Kevin, this is so helpful. I want to know, like, for you, the, the same question I ask for every guest I have on the show, what's your own definition of success? Success for me is understanding my purpose and going through that purpose. There's no end goal to my purpose. It's just doing it over and over again, helping people with mental wellness, helping my own self with my own mental wellness. That already in itself is success for me. Every Anything else that, uh, outside of it, great, you know, but um, yun, 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 success. Thank you so much, Kevin. Sobrang... Sobrang natamaan talaga ako dun sa <laughs> You know uh, me, you know me, di ba? Ang ano ko talaga, malikot ako. Like, yes, I know. Talaga. But, uh-huh. yeah, I, I needed this session really good. Uh, really, really uh, for now. And um, before I let you go, para kanta lang, eh, no? Before I let you go, and for everybody watching, thank you again for, for being um, here. Uh, continue listening sa aming Spotify, Apple Podcast um, show. And Kevin, anything you want to like announce or tell us about your services? Your yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So if anybody is interested in emotional intelligence coaching, mm-hmm. let me know. Jan can connect you to me. You can go to our Facebook page, Acuerdo. One word, Acuerdo Learning. Mm-hmm. Or just search for Acuerdo. You can search for me on Facebook, Kevin Dugan. You can, you'll see my face right away, I think, I hope. On LinkedIn, it's a little harder because there's a lot more Kevin Dugans on LinkedIn. But I'm also on LinkedIn, so you can connect uh, to me there if you need coaching. If anybody would like to help us with Barangay Mental Wellness, let me know. Right? If you'd like to support us through collaborations, facilitation. If your own barangay, if you think you need it for your own barangay right, or community or condo, let us know. And if you'd like to donate also, that would be wonderful. So, Jan, thank you for the opportunity. It was a very nice talk. I hope that this is going to be a face-to-face talk in the future, not anymore online. <laughs> I miss ko na yung, ano natin, yung, ano yun, wine and pizza. Charot. Ang tagal na noon, no? Years ago. Oh, hi. Sino, yeah. na, sino namatay? 
Di ko alam eh, nakalimut ako na. But anyway, again, Kevin, I, re- I respect your time. It's Sunday. You have family time today. Yep. Thank you for being here. Thank you guys for watching. See you again next Sunday. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Bye. Bye, everyone. There you have it. Wow. That was a very powerful message. Thank you so much for spending an hour of your Sunday with me. And I hope you guys enjoyed this as much as I did. Now, please head over to our socials at Weekends with Jan for the link. And please leave us a review for this podcast over in iTunes. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday night with family and friends. And I'll see you next week on another episode of Weekends with Jan. Bye!